You're now to Two Cents Podcast with Gypsy and Sheikah Marie, where calm and crazy collide for a wild ride. Welcome back after a very long hiatus. <laughs> Is it hiatus or hiatus? Hiatus. Probably hiatus, yeah. Welcome back to Two Cents. I am your co-host, Gypsy Fawcett. And I'm Sheikah Marie. It has been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely has. <laughs> Too long. So thank you for everybody who actually tuned in to our first episode. We actually had a pretty decent amount of people who listened and gave us feedback. So thanks. Yeah, it was a surprising amount, I will say. Especially since we were not being consistent. But, you know, life happened. Corona happened. Like, it was just a bunch of, you know. But everybody's feedback is really what made me force Gypsy to get back on it. (laughs) Not forced. Not forced. I was not forced, guys. (laughs) I am happy to be back. I am happy to be... We're actually going to do a follow-up, which is some ghetto-ass shit. Because that shit shit was from like three months ago. And now we're about to follow up like, hey guys, by the way. (laughs) Well, because we need them to know that we did take a poll on our Instagrams just to ask how many people would date somebody that was younger than them versus how many people that would date somebody who was a little less attractive and drum roll. All of you are shallow. (laughs) Basically, everybody chose to date somebody that was younger than them versus less attractive, except for one person. One person was decent like me, and they were willing to date somebody who was a little less attractive. Your face. Well, if money had been included in the conversation, (laughs) I'm sure it would have been a totally different turnout. So in what way should money have been involved? If you're older, you should have your shit together. Like, if you're just saying older, not attractive, and you still don't have your shit together. (sighs) Anyway, (laughs) speaking of this, well, we were talking about online dating last time. So kind of to keep that moving, what are ways that you feel people should approach you online? Well, for one, I don't like the what's up queen <laughs> I don't, and I know that sounds so crazy because I should. No, I actually shouldn't want to be addressed as a queen. I am me. I'm not queen of England or whatever. I just feel like it's doing too much. There's nothing wrong with being called a queen, like the queen that you are. <laughs> I mean, it to me just comes off very like in this day and age, everyone is queen, everyone is king, everyone is. God, Pharaoh, high priestess. Like, I can you just say, hey, how's it going? How was your day? Or comment on something that I like put on the dating profile if I was like, I love fish. Like, yeah, I had 50 fish, they all died. Crazy shit. Like, so say for something me, relative. For me, I agree with the part of commenting on something that I placed on my profile. That is something that would get my attention faster than somebody just in my inbox saying, hey, or hey, beautiful, because that kind of gets lost in translation when you have 10 people in your inbox that are all saying, hey, beautiful, then what makes you different? So in my opinion, if you're commenting on something that I put, that means that you actually took the time to read it. And if you actually took the time to read it, then okay, maybe we can have a conversation. But mostly when you're having somebody just say, oh, hey, like, how are you doing? It kind of leads to dead-end conversation. So that, for me, I don't like. 
Yeah. Or like, hey, let's link or can I take you out like right off the bat? I don't know. I kind of want to like, it's almost like a hot pocket. Like you got to put it in the microwave and warm it up a little bit. And then even after it's warmed up, like you can't just go in and just eat it. You got to let it cool off or you're going to burn yourself. That That's me. What? Well, okay. I'm, I'm, this I'm analogy like right here. <laughs> I, so, I like that. When you finally do get into this relationship or if you somehow get into a relationship, what is a behavior or what is something that you would consider a red flag when you first start dating somebody? So red flag, I mean, I would say, I, it's going to sound weird, but this is just me and my Leo ways. I don't like someone who does not respond to me quick enough. Um, what is quick enough? Like respond to me while I'm still interested in the conversation because at some point, it kind of gets stale. Like, I feel like if it's taking a full day in between us, like, talking. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, like, I'm just, like, I get if you're, like, oh, I'm at work, I'm off now. Like, you're not busy all day. Like, you swiped on me, you want to talk to me, talk to me. Like People make time for what they want to make time for. Exactly. So that's a red flag. And then also someone who's real quick to start saying little freaky shit. I don't like that. That's a red flag for me. If in our first conversation first couple of conversations you're already talking about sex or sexual acts that's something that I'm not interested in so at that point that's the quickest way to get blocked or left on red what so those are that's your only red flag or like what else because I know you got a list don't say you know I have a list I'm not that I'm not picky the way that you try to make me out to be Okay, so 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 what's the red flags? We're <laughs> <laughs> all waiting. So another red flag for me, I would say, would be going back to the last episode that we had about the guy who had me around his family too soon. That is mm -hmm. definitely a red flag for me. If we've only been on one or two dates and you're already like, oh, you should meet my mom. I, at that point, I'm going to feel like you're a little clingy. <laughs> and that's a red flag. That's your, that's your masculine side because most women would be like, oh my God, girl, like he, he really liked me. I know we were only talking for like 24, 48, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> no, nobody wants, do women actually want that? They want, I don't know. I think men? it depends. It depends on the female because some of them is going, some of them won't look at it like, oh, like, he really likes me because maybe he's doing something different. Maybe he's moving different with me. Maybe I showed him something different and mm. one or two nights. I and think what normally happens or what I feel like happens is you start having those people that, and maybe this is just my experience, but like you have those people who start out really clingy and then they start to be really controlling. It's kind of like, those are the paths. Those are the patterns that you see. It's like, oh, I want to be around you. I need you to be here all the time. And now I'm controlling what you do, where you go, who you see. I can't. Niggas only clingy, though. I feel that niggas are only clingy until you are more clingy than they are. Then they like, <laughs> whoa. Like, I know I wanted you over here every night before, but now that you want to be over here right. every night. Now I can't have you over here. Now I'm like, damn, I need some space, baby. Could you <laughs> back up? Like, I want to hang out with my boys. And then you looking like, well, nigga, the first three months that we were dating, you wanted me over here five days a week. Now you only want me over here two? Hmm. 
I mean, that just probably means he's sleeping with someone else now, and so he can't have you there five days a week. He needs to cut it back. Um, so any more red flags? The, the okay, so it's the not ha- not or what was it talking about stuff freaky too soon, mm-hmm. some freaky shit, sex conversations, um, clinginess, clinginess, introduction to the family too soon, like moving too fast. I guess you could say. Yeah. Okay. That's a red flag for me. Um, like I said, I'm not gonna go through a whole list because I don't have a list. Okay. I am not that picky. So those are the two red flags that I would say for me. Yeah, I think for me, like I said, my biggest ones are just, um, I haven't fucking forgot. Maybe I'm the one with the list. My biggest <laughs> ones are the freaky stuff too soon. Um, someone who like never has anything to talk about, I guess, like the what you doing, what you oh, doing Oh, the what guy. are you doing ass niggas. Yes, like. Never have nothing to talk about, but always want to hit you up. Always want to say what you're doing, where you at. And, and, and every time at the same day that you hit me up, which is like two o'clock, I'm at work <laughs> every day, Monday through Friday. You notice and you ask me what I'm doing. Like I just start responding. That's when I ghost niggas. I so, can't have I can't have surface level conversations all the time, and I don't know if it's a thing of uh, chemistry because there are certain people that you just click with and you're able yeah. to have those conversations that are flowing but I don't understand what it is about people it's like how do you and I don't know if I just got spoiled a little bit but to see those types of things in your inbox of like hey what are you doing hey Mm -hmm. what's happening right now I guess that would be the same as if you were meeting somebody in person originally they don't know you they don't know who you are they kind of have to approach you somewhat the same but I don't know why I think it's a personality type, like, because I've been around certain guys who are just very surface level, very basic, like, they talk about the same shit with their friends, sports or something, like, they're just very surface level guys, like, they're not really deep, they don't have deep conversations about stuff, Um, so sometimes it's a personality thing, because, like, for me, I don't care if you're surface level or not, if we go out and I'm meeting you, we're hanging out, I might say something funny about what you're wearing or something crazy that I did or make a comment about the food. Like, I'm going to find some type of way to segue into, like, figuring out who the fuck I'm sitting across from at the table. Like, I'm going to pull it out of you. So if you're a service-level person, you're going to be uncomfortable. It's so funny because I have conversations with other people, and it makes me realize that people don't have the same types of conversations that you and I have. So conversations like this are like really deep conversations that we look at as regular conversation and Mm -hmm. it's not. And they're like, why are you, or you'll have the conversation with them and they're like, dang, that conversation was deep. Like, can't you just have a, yeah, but can't you just have the conversation and move on? Like this should be normal for you. I should be able to have those types of conversations. We should be able to kind of switch back and forth from being funny or just talking surface level to be able to have like a real genuine conversation and then not be, oh damn, like I haven't had a conversation like that in a long time. If you haven't had a conversation like that in a long time, I think you're the problem. And I think too, that is a big, I guess that can kind of be another red flag for me, communication. Men that are surface level, are usually not good communicators. And communication for me is everything. Like it could be something as simple as like, hey, 
I'm gonna be really tied up today. So, you know, if you don't hear from me, that's that's probably it. And it's not that I'm your mom and I need to know, but it's like, if I'm texting you and I'm thinking like, oh yeah, it's just a regular day. We text throughout the day and then something is different this day. I just like to be made aware or if plans change, you know, guys, they tell you last minute, like, oh, by the way, I can't come until 9.30 and you thinking you got a date at 6.30. No, nigga, you don't tell me at seven that you can't come until 9.30 now. Like, I agree. It's just simple shit. I agree. Commun- I mean, but communication is supposed to be the key of every relationship. That's supposed to be the basis for it. If you cannot healthily communicate, then you cannot have a relationship. You should be able to talk to your partner or the person that you're dating kind of just in general. Like you said, just basic, I don't know, basic courtesy of mm-hmm. if I do know that something's going to be different, just letting you know ahead of time, not waiting until it becomes an issue for me to say something about it. Oh, well, I know she's going to be upset, but I'm going to tell her after, or I'm going to wait until right before to and say that, something. That honestly is really, uh, what's the word that I'm fucking looking for? I was going to say it's like, what's the word? What's that's a raven? And like, she could kind of like, predict the future you know what I'm saying like she can the what's the word no yeah but what's it called when it's like it's a mm, premonition it's like a it's like foresight is it foresight it's okay. like yeah it's, I think that's the word like it's pretty much foresight into like the type of relationship you're going to have going forward because if you can't do base level communication with me when we're dating then I already know that when you feel some type of way about something or when you're suspicious you're gonna about shut something, down. you're not going to talk to me about shit. You're just going to go about your own way, do your own thing because you don't know how to fucking communicate. And that so that's why that's a huge red flag for me. <laughs> that is very true. Um, kind of on a different topic, I saw a post online. And so this kind of goes into when you're already in a relationship and people who like to be cheaters. I think that that's very important to not be in a relationship <laughs> when we're talking about red flags. People Do people are- like to be cheaters or are people <laughs> just like innately just cheaters? I don't know. Like I've never met someone who was like, oh, you know, my favorite thing to do is cheat. <laughs> like you just kind of fall into it. No, I think that there are plenty of people who are like, no, I enjoy being able to be with various men or various women and whether or not they know about it is on them. So that means that they like to be cheaters. Yeah, I get, I see where you're going with it, but I, I don't know. Well, yeah, there are some assholes out there who really don't care right. about the girl being hurt. Because right. I'm like, a lot of the time when someone cheats, they don't really think about, because in their mind, they're never going to get caught. So it's like they don't really think about the other person, find out how it's going to hurt them, how it's going to impact them, losing them, how it's going to change their life, especially when they live together. So, you know, that's why I'm just kind of like, it really just depends because uh, I really feel like most people feel like they're not going to get caught. That's why it's called cheating. No, that's right. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> like when you, when you cheat on a test, like you think the teacher is not going to see you cheat. But that's not why like, it's called cheating. What do you mean? Why is it called cheating? I don't know, but that wouldn't be it. <laughs> cheating is sneaking. Sneaking and cheating. There you go. If it's, if we sneaking. were saying sneaking, then yes. 
<laughs> well, if you cheat openly, you're just in an open relationship. It ain't cheating no more. You're just a swinger. That's true. So my thing with that is, didn't was it Tamar who has said, you know, if you're not going to leave a guy when you find out that he's cheating, then you just need to let that man cheat in peace? I agree. Mm, I think so. I think so. I agree. Because my thing is, as soon as you allow somebody to cheat on you and then you decide that you're going to stay, they're going to keep cheating on you. Because and now don't I tell know. that nigga. Don't tell him. Don't be like, oh, the moment that you cheat on me, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. Or I'm going yep. to And then you don't slice do your dick off. <laughs> and then you do absolutely nothing. At what that point, that? you've taught them that they can keep doing the same thing over and over again because I already know that you're not leaving. You told me that if I ever cheated on you, you would leave me. And that's exactly what you didn't do. So now I have the right of passage to do whatever. And I think that that's more of like a boundary thing. I think that that's kind of what you teach people. So if somebody, because it's not like people just start off just cheating off bucks. So it's like little things that you might see that is like, kind of disrespect and you allow it and so it's like okay well she allowed this or he allowed this and so now let me try this oh they allowed that too and then it becomes all the way up to the whole cheating thing and it's like okay well now I cheated on her she didn't leave me so now I'm gonna keep doing it so yes if you find those text messages in that man's phone and you notice you're not about to leave him let that man do his thing and but the thing that really pisses me off about women that I feel like men handle differently is women when their man who is supposed to be loyal to them goes and cheats on them they get mad at the female they want to fight the girl they want to find the girl they want to post the girl new like I literally know females that have went into a nigga phone saw the nigga was cheating with girls the girls and him were sending pictures back and forth and would go and expose this girl because they were so scorned and so upset at this situation and they took it out on the wrong person and that's crazy to me because their loyalty these random people don't have loyalty to you you're in a relationship with this one specific person so how did you decide yeah i saw a post online that said oh of course it was a guy he said, oh, if, if my girl ever catch me cheating, I'm going to be like, yeah, bae, be her ass. Sir. No. And he had to be very juvenile. That's the problem with dating younger men. But uh, we're not even going to talk about that. I mean, but you're <laughs> all for it, huh? You're all I'm, for dating I'm, <laughs> I'm all for it if my old man is not cute. Okay. <laughs> but again, yeah, like I just feel like men live by a different code. Like I recently had a conversation with a guy friend and he was like, if one of my homies, this, this is like not really cheating, but it just, it's just like a code thing. Like, I just want to talk about the code that women live by and the code that men live by. So with women, like, let's say, I don't know, maybe like you and this guy were talking, y'all slept around one time or whatever. And then I see this guy and I'm like, yeah, I don't want no parts of him because, girl, you slept with him or whatever. Or even if a guy comes in and he knows that I'm your friend, but I don't necessarily know that you mess with this guy and I end up messing with him. Most females, not saying you specifically, but most females will be like, yeah, I don't fuck with her. She fuck with this nigga that I fuck with or whatever. Whereas with men, men will be like, oh, my dog snacked that off. My dog hit that. <laughs> All right, let me see what it's hit for. He told me it was good. I'm going to go get me some too. I'm going to go get yeah. me a piece of a piece of vagina, please, just a portion. <laughs> and they go about their day. And it's like, I don't understand why women, why we 
as women. And I think that the, the next generation is like swaying away from that. Why we get so caught up on like being emotional about niggas that do not give a fuck about us. Like, fuck him, sis. Move on, just like these niggas do. They'll be like, oh, she a bop. Oh, I really liked you, but you went and slept with my mans? Cool, I'm good off you, but that's still my mans. You yeah, I think, I guess that is more along the lines of men are not going to let um, sleeping with a female get in, get in between their friendship for the most part. But a woman, it's kind of like, no, they have those emotional ties and that emotional investment in a man. But I guess the difference is so like me and one of my friends, we've definitely, we're, we would never let like a guy come in between our friendship. There have definitely been times where I'm like, oh girl, it's your turn. We'll both see a cute guy and it's like, okay, well, it's your turn. You can have that one. Or like, all right, you know, I'm a, I'm going to take one and you go ahead and you can have that. So I guess, I mean, it depends on whether or not you talk about it prior, but I guess men don't really have to talk about it because they already live by it. It's like, oh, well, I smash, but she wasn't my joint. So, so, okay. So here's a question. This is, ooh, this is interesting. So like, what if you're out with a friend, ladies, it's for you. What if you and your homegirl go out, y'all both looking cute, got your little whatever on, and you see a guy, and you think he's like super, he's the most attractive guy to you in the whole club, the finest man that you've seen in your city, and you like, ooh, wee, girl, ooh, I want him, like, can I please, can I please, girl, dibs, right? So then mm -hmm. you and your girl, y'all at the bar, right? So the dude see both of y'all, right? So you go over, and he like, you cute, but what's good with your homegirl? I actually was like looking at your homegirl. Like, is she single? You know what That's I'm saying? So like, <laughs> how do you handle that? Like, do you feel like your homegirl should be loyal or like should have some type of pact or commitment to you where it's like, because you, I knew you, you were really, dibs. really into this dude. Like, you think he's so fine. But you know Because now, him. right, but now in the back of your mind, you might be thinking as the other homegirl that he's actually into, like, my best friend really liked this nigga. Like yeah. every time that I'm, we all around each other, she could be looking at my nigga like, damn, <laughs> I wish that was mine. I like don't know <laughs> if I would think about it like that. Um, I think that prior, I would probably say like, you know, I would feel, I would probably feel bad. Um, if I were the other person, like, okay, no, I know that they were really interested. So I probably won't try to talk to him like that. Um, but I don't think that my friend, I guess it depends on who your friends are, but if you can't have your men around your friends, then like, are they really your friends? Right. But I mean, sis was like sweating him though. Like, oh my God, he looked like Drake or something. Like, I don't know. Like Drake. she really, she really <laughs> want him. Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> she really want him is all I'm saying. I don't know. For me. I like to think that I'm loyal to my friends to the point where it's like, I don't know, like, unless this nigga Chris Brown, and I'm like, sis, honestly, like, I let you call dibs, you walked up, and, and you wanted me. Yeah. But this is breezy, like, this is, like, what you want me to do? Like, if it's not Chris Brown, I feel like I could kind of let it go, like, because I don't want my homegirl to be feeling any type of way towards me. But that's the thing with women in rejection. See, but sure, you're thinking about it more along the lines of, like, your friend being the one that's more, like, upset versus me, I'm thinking about it, like, just for my conscience. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want, like, my friend to be, like, sad or, like, feel not even that they feel slighted, but like not feel or like lose that confidence. Like, oh, I went up to try to talk to somebody and I wasn't good enough. And so now you have them, but not necessarily that I would feel like my friend would be looking at 
my man. No, so, I don't feel like she's going to be looking at my man. I mean, I do in the back of my mind. But, <laughs> see? But, that's but, kind of what you said. But that's not the main thing. That Like, my main thing would be because I'm, like, loyal to my homegirls. Like, damn, girl. Like, I mean, it's almost like if you can't get into the club, I'm not going into the club either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's the truth. Are you just going to leave yes, your friend like, outside of the club? Exactly. But 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 with a nigga, it's kind of different. It's not like, oh, if you can't get the nigga, then I can't get the nigga either. Because it um, don't work like that. It kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's but the me, difference in the code. Exactly. And I think that women, we just have to get more accustomed to rejection because a guy could be rejecting us for a multitude of reasons. It could have nothing to do with the fact that maybe he doesn't think you're attractive. No, but that is exactly what it is. If the only thing that you did was walk up and introduce yourself and he said, what's up with your home girl? No. (laughs) Yeah. In that situation. But I just mean, yeah, but I just mean rejection as like a whole, just like rejection period. Okay. Like you could get rejected for a multitude of reasons. I think guys, know how to they've mastered how to deal with rejection whereas women because honestly i mean it does all boil down to rejection because you don't know this dude you thought he was cute he could be an asshole he's like i want your home girl if if no feelings involved no emotions involved i'd be like girl actually thank you cute so go ahead sis because he fine i probably like, i mean i i probably would do the same thing that's um, what i'm saying but what i think is funny if we're talking about like the way that men and women handle rejection i actually had a conversation uh, with somebody recently as far as like the men's perspective whereas women think that men have it all together as far as like the way that they accept rejection and stuff like that but it's more that like they're actually really affected like now a lot of men don't actually go after women anymore or like they won't approach women as much because of the fact that they get rejected or it's mainly that they'll kind of come up and do it like in a joking manner so like they could just be like oh like I was just joking just in case you decide that you don't want to talk to them and I actually heard it from a couple of different men I don't know maybe if any men are listening right now definitely drop it in our inboxes to let us know what you think or do you guys feel like you have it down pat with your rejection that you're just like oh if she don't want me somebody else will but then you have to think about those men and this is just the the random hoodlums outside who will say oh like you're beautiful blah 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 and then you ignore them or you say no thank you and then they call you all types of names and tell you that she was ugly anyway but see that's the thing like and maybe I'll do a poll on Instagram and ask too because I'm sure they'll answer there I personally my type of guy and this like I don't think this is hyper like because that's hyper masculinity it's actually toxic masculinity when a guy gets rejected and it wants yeah. to be like oh you ugly hoe like oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why your lace showing okay nigga well you wanted this lace you, right <laughs> you definitely was but, okay with the lace at first exactly but I think for me like the type of guy that I like I like a guy that could like you know, take his L on the chin. But I also don't like guys that go up to every girl in the club either. So for me, I do like the more elusive type that's just like in the cut, chilling, not really trying to approach a bunch of females. But if he sees one that he likes, he can go after it without thinking in his head like, oh, is she going to turn me down? Like a dog with a tuck tail. So I guess that's that was kind of it. Like they go into it assuming that they're going to get rejected. So... Those are insecure. I like, I like confident men. I I mean, that doesn't mean that they're showing that they are going into it thinking, thinking that they're going to get rejected, but it's just more along the lines of like mental preparation. So like, 
but they still approach the girl ultimately but yeah they still approach them they still do it confidently but it's just in their head they're already anticipating the fact that they would get rejected and it's just kind of like preparing for the worst because I guess it's more along the lines of like for every every 10 women that you approach you might get one number I mean, that's human, though. Like, we all have... Right, but women don't really approach men like that. I mean, there are some, but for the most part, we're not getting that same level of rejection that a man would because most women are looking at it like, okay, well, a man is going to approach me. I can probably count on one hand, maybe like three that I've I've ever gone up to and approached like in a club or something like that. Question, though. Were they looking at you, giving you the eye before you did it? Or did they not see you at all? And you just were like, poof, hey there. <laughs> hey there, sexy. <laughs> I saw you, I saw you, well, no, because he wasn't looking at you. I saw you from across the room and I really like those Levi jeans. <laughs> I did that once with the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> Was he wearing Levi's? No. <laughs> no. But that's actually a funny story. I ended up seeing him on a dating website, like not too long. We ended up matching on a dating website not too long after that. Like maybe a couple months later, he had told me he had a girlfriend, which I'm guessing they broke up. He ended on up on the dating website, but I he smoked cigarettes. Up, he did smoke cigarettes. Oh, first I remember of all. that one. I remember that. But one. he also so it started out with like it just went downhill. I already judge people like if it says I drink. Uh, so it's like you drink sometimes, you drink often, or you drink never. And so if you put often, I'm like, are you alcoholic? <laughs> Such a judgy thing. That's why I don't put often. I could literally drink four times a week, and I still won't put often on that motherfucker because I don't want nobody. That is often. See, I would judge you. That is, you know what? I'm not gonna That's call you that. That's on a hard week. That's on a hard week. Okay. No, no. So it started out with that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to give it a pass because he's a bartender. Maybe he does drink a little more than the average Joe. Got you. (laughs) Then we move forward and it's like, do you smoke weed? I mean, normally when people say that they smoke weed, they're like smoking weed often. And like, I'm not necessarily... I'm not going to say like I'm against people smoking weed, but like, I don't like consistent smokers. I'll just put it like that. Um, I'm a stoner. I'm a stoner. I'm a stoner. Yeah. I don't, I don't like those. I don't <laughs> like those. <laughs> so, so what did it? What did it? So, right. I'm, I'm going to keep going. So then it's like, do you, um, do you do, it was like, do you do actual, like, do you do drugs? Popping pill drugs. And it said, yes. I said, this is why the Lord didn't let me talk to him in the first place. Drugs and alcohol and weed and popping pills. That is what happened when I approached a man in the club. So I won't do it again. (laughs) See, and honestly, for me, that's why I asked about the I thing. I'm usually not going up to approach a guy unless I approach him with my eyes first. Like... I'm going to look, and then you're going to look, and then I'm going to look again, and then I'm going to turn away, kind of talk to my friends, be like, oh, you're fine, blah, 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 blah. and then I'm turn back, I'm going to look, if you're still looking and you smirk, up, uh, it's go time, okay, because I know, that's the mating call, honey, like, the mating call, okay. that's basically what happened on the other time that I did it, 
<laughs> that's what that's the thing but like i don't know i'm really trying to think like i would have had to have been like really drunk to just go up and tap a guy on the shoulder and be like hey like i feel yeah. like maybe i did that drunk before but it that's <laughs> probably a one time i don't know i was drunk probably and i probably was just like hey i like your shirt or something <laughs> some stupid shit really but <laughs> did you yeah. get the number that's all that matters I don't even know. Like I re <laughs> like I remember a time of when I was like really going out. You know, this was in my younger days, my glory days. Glory I was really days. I was really going out and stuff and I would get people's numbers cuz I had a thing where it was like and it's so weird, but I don't like to tell people no. Like I be feeling like I'm hurting their feelings. I don't like to reject guys. Oh like, yeah. I gotten into where I reject them more because I'm protecting my energy and my space and creating boundaries but like there was a time where I didn't like hurting people's feelings I'm, I'm an empath like I was just like I don't want to tell him no and then you know whatever especially when I was single again because it was like I'm not a quick liar so it's like hey you got a boyfriend no my no daughter. I'll say yes in a heartbeat I was actually wearing I wore my class ring on my ring finger to make people think that I was engaged just so people would leave me alone see you know what I when I, you're drunk your thoughts are delayed okay it's like you be sitting at there like you know you don't want to talk to this dude and he like oh like you got a man somebody fine is you you'd be like no I think it's and a then, little different now because you have all these people who will murder people just because they don't want to give them their number. For me, I don't necessarily just say no. If I tell somebody that I have a boyfriend um, and they are adamant about it, then I'm just like, okay, I'll take your number. Yeah, if they like, oh, but you can't have no friends. Right. But anyway, so I will say no, um, or in the occasion that it was like, oh, I do have a boyfriend. They'd be like, well, just add me on Insta, add me on socials, and I would. Oh, like, yeah, I'll do that. Exactly, but you know... My ex looked at that as the same as giving out your number. So that is not the same. I'm just saying. But regardless, I had went through this phase. I'm not wanting to tell people no. So I would leave with like a lot of numbers. And the next day I'd be like, who the fuck is this? So I either wouldn't respond or I would be like, send me a picture. And then I would feel even worse because if they sent me a picture, usually they was not my type. And then I wouldn't respond. So it was like, honestly, I was like, well, why the hell do you do all of this and make them feel like they have a chance yeah. just to like shoot them down in the end? Just tell them that you're not interested or you're not dating or you're not looking for anything. Well, like I said, for me, I'm just like, I'll, I'll, take, your, I'll take your number and then I just never text them. So at that point, you kind of know right then and there. But then I don't have to see your face. When I'm no, some of these niggas is different. <laughs> They'd be like, "Let me call my phone from your yeah, phone." Yeah, yeah. Like, is damn. And if stop. that happens, it's just the immediate block as soon as I leave. It's no need to even waste my time. And I've had quite a few stalkers, so I'm not for it. I do not like that. And then men are getting so bold these days. Like, they'd be like, "Oh, can I get a hug? Can I get a kiss?" Bitch, a kiss. A kiss. Yes. Literally, this dude at the gas station in Jersey City did that. He was <laughs> like. Yeah, he asked for my number and stuff. I didn't even want to give it to him. But I was just like, okay, I'm going to get this dude out of my face. Now, mind you, I had a mask on. I just got my hair done. was sitting in the chair for 12 hours. My question is, I'm sorry to kind of jump off. How are people still asking for numbers when people have a mask on? You don't know what I look like. I can literally be, I can literally look like a monster from underneath my eyes. Like They like know. it. Well, some, some dudes be like, Pull your mask down. <laughs> I'll be like, no. Corona. Right. That's the whole purpose of the mask. 
But yeah, like he was just like, um, yeah, cricket your number, whatever, got his number. Then he was like, hey, can you just get out the car, give me a hug? So I figured he wanted to like see my body or something. So I gave him like this little half little friend hug or whatever. The little church hug. You got and out then, of your, my question, you got out of your vehicle to hug this stranger. I was parked at the gas station because I had just got back <laughs> in my car. Nah. So I would have rolled over his toe. <laughs> so then he was like, can I get a kiss? I was like, no. What the hell? You went a little too far. So see, when you Plus give it's Corona. On top of that is Corona. I can't believe. And he was from the UK. And he was just like, yeah, can, can I have, you know, I'm not good with accents. I'm not even going to try enough. <laughs> okay. Even though um, I would have, I probably would have liked the accent. Probably would have gave did. my number off the strength. That was the it intrigues me, but ooh, he had a little pot belly. He was not cute. He was older. I just was like, no, but you like you you like well, no, you like the young men. I'm sorry. I like the old ones with money. I didn't know if he had money because he was riding in the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. True story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like in all of that, what do we need to ask them to? drop into our Instagram DMs what question do you have for them I would say please either share an experience of a crazy like rejection story that you have I want I'm gonna do a poll personally that's gonna ask men if they I don't know how I'm gonna phrase it stay tuned you'll see it and then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna report on it but <laughs> I would say tell us of like a crazy rejection story or even just some of your red flags when dating um we did talk about how you like to be approached like any crazy stories that you have with like this social dating or red flags or I mean if you did beat a girl ass because she was cheating with your dude I know I'm giving y'all a lot but we talked about a lot so if you have any stories related <laughs> to any of the topics like if you have to beat a girl ass I'm open to hearing why. I don't agree unless it's somebody that you knew or unless you Michelle okay, Obama. Yeah, we might have to talk about that in another episode. Or if, if you, you were Michelle to catch Obama. a friend cheating, because I've seen a whole lot of that. Friends cheating with, with boyfriends and stuff. That's crazy. So if it's somebody you knew, I get it. But I'm talking about a complete stranger that doesn't owe you anything. And unless you're a public figure where everybody knows you're with this person and they do it out of spite, which I don't think we got any public figures up on this motherfucker, <laughs> then <laughs> I don't feel like it's justified. But I want to hear the story, girl. Well, with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in to our second episode. Hopefully we'll post more often we're gonna have we're going to don't don't listen to that we're going to manifest in it <laughs> like raven i'm having a, a premonition <laughs> i don't think that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> you and these words listen we are signing out before i botch any other words well again drop your social media mine is olive with two e's underscore juice and mine is Gypsy with a J, J-I-P-S-E underscore Fawcett, F-A-W-S-E-T. And we will see you in the next episode. Thanks. Adios.